As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2796. In the run-up to the Book of Boba Fett, we did a series of Fett Days on Mondays where we talked about various Boba Fett stories to get us reacquainted with the character. Well, Monday is now going to be Obi Days because we're going to talk about some Obi-Wan Kenobi stories that we haven't yet talked about on the show that will enhance our viewing experience, hopefully, for the Kenobi series when it comes out in May. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So before we get into the discussion of the Obi-Wan Kenobi story, The Last of His Breed, I want to take a brief moment to do something that we don't often do on the podcast. We don't really talk about real world events all that often, but as you may be aware, there is a war happening right now because of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And if you are able, I would like to suggest to you that perhaps you consider donating to an organization that at the very least will provide humanitarian aid to all the people who are suffering in this particular time. I've made a donation to the Red Cross and that was the organization with which I was most familiar and comfortable and I will put a link to that on the blog post for this show's episode at sw7x7.com. It'll be in the comment section or excuse me the description section of the video in YouTube and also on social channels for the show as well. And for our Ukrainian listeners and listeners of Ukrainian descent, we stand with you. And for our Russian listeners and listeners of Russian descent, we are grateful for the anti-war protests that are going on in Russia, even under fear of arrest and worse. And we hope all of you remain safe and that this conflict ends as soon as possible. All right, so Obi-Wan Kenobi, the last of his breed. This is the seventh issue of the rebooted flagship Star Wars series from Marvel. And we actually talked about the lead into it while we were talking about Boba Fett stuff. Basically, Luke goes back to Obi-Wan's hut on Tatooine to see if there's anything he can learn now that he's just odd on his own and has no one to guide him in his journey to becoming a Jedi. And it so happens that Boba Fett is looking for him, assigned by Darth Vader, tracks him down to the hut. They have a fight and we talked about that in our Boba Fett run-up. What we didn't necessarily get to completely was that Luke Skywalker won that battle and actually escaped with a box that said for Luke on it. And inside the box was a book with the title on it, The Journals of Ben Kenobi. 
And so in this Marvel run from time to time, they did one-shot issues where they gave a story of Ben Kenobi from the days when he was a hermit. And this particular story, The Last of His Breed, is the first of those stories, and it takes place two years before the events of what we're going to see in the Kenobi series. It takes place in 11 BBY, and the Kenobi series is going to be taking place in 9 BBY. And so the things to know about this are that there's a great drought that's been going on on Tatooine for as long as anyone can remember, and Obi-Wan says that by the time that drought started, he hadn't even touched a lightsaber in years. And he's just lost as a human being. He can't be a Jedi anymore for fear of being discovered. He can't train Luke Skywalker because Owen won't let him do it. But the one thing he can do is at least protect Luke. And so there are a bunch of minions of Jabba the Hutts who are collecting water taxes, which means that they're basically stealing a bunch of water from people, from the moisture farmers, even though there's a drought going on. And so when the ruffians show up at the Lars homestead, Obi-Wan is there and mind tricks him to say, yeah, we're done collecting for the day and this old man should mind his own business. And they're like, you should mind your own business. And they tear off. But one night, an eight-year-old Luke Skywalker somehow finds where these ruffians are and tries to steal back some of the water. He does so sneaking off without Owen and Beru knowing and so... Yeah, that causes problems, and Obi-Wan senses the danger, manages to show up and save Luke in time, and does it without igniting a lightsaber, does it by just being a mysterious force in the dark and throwing people this way, that way, and the other. But there's a funny line in there about how Obi-Wan's heard rumors that Jabba is just bathing in water 24-7 so that he doesn't even sweat, and he says, yeah, I don't believe that rumor. I've met Jabba. He's never taken a bath in his life. And although Obi-Wan reminisces after the events of the story that nobody knew what happened and the water had been stolen so the moisture farmers were able to survive for a little bit longer, but he talks about Jabba's henchmen and suggests that they were just beaten up, but they actually saw a young Luke Skywalker and I can't imagine that Obi-Wan would have been able to leave them alive unless he mind-tricked them, mind-wiped them somehow. Uh, yeah, it's a little iffy on that one, and I'm hoping that there's going to be more in the next story. There probably is, because I think this goes on, and Obi-Wan continues to be a thorn in Jabba's side. And there's a fun tie to the Book of Boba Fett as well. So Obi-Wan goes to a town, although it doesn't specify what town it is, and tries to sell people black melons. So if you'll remember, of course, Boba Fett and the Tusken Raiders drinking from black melons. So Obi-Wan says that they taste horrible, but they're safe to drink. It has milk and that they grow in the gentleman wastes. And the Tusken Raiders have been drinking them for years and just tell the farmers to go grab those. But he doesn't get much farther in that conversation before there's a confrontation between Jabba's thugs and a bunch of people from whom they've stolen water, and Obi-Wan makes all of their blasters misfire at once and then thinks to himself, I shouldn't have done that. And then he decides, yeah, maybe I shouldn't go into town anymore because as hard as it was to learn to be a Jedi, he's finding it harder to not be a Jedi. But the incident where he has to protect Luke kind of just ignites his fire again and he says to himself like I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi I'm the last of my order and 
I've got to take care of business. And that's when he actually grabs his lightsaber and picks it up for the first time in years at the epilogue of this particular story. So again, that is two years before the events of the Kenobi series, and there are more stories that are about to unfold from that, which we will be talking about on subsequent Obi days, Mondays, if you will. But for now, that is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and/or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited. Other respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.